Welcome home. You're listening to the 180 Church Podcast with Dr. Sammy and friends. Dr. Sammy and friends are resting this week and will return next week. However, we have a leader from our local church community giving today's message. Thanks for the opportunity to join with you as we think about the light of the Lord. Because that's my thought to you today. Be the light and reflect the light. Let me ask you a, a couple of little things to set the uh, our time. Where are you now? You're in a room, someplace, a coffee shop, at home, wherever it may be. Look around you and ask, as you look, what's the darkest dark and what's the lightest light where you are? For me, I think the darkest dark is uh, maybe, uh, let's see, maybe the, tele- the screen on my computer over there. The lightest light is a, well, a little reflection from a lamp. What's the darkest dark and the lightest light where you are and in your world? Now, here's what I'd like you to do. Close your eyes, if you will, and I want to paint a picture with words and have you visualize this and listen to God's word. Okay, close your eyes, if you will. Can you imagine where it's all darkness, the earth has an expanse just of darkness? Then a word comes, let there be light. That was the first word of God and the first command of God in the whole Bible. Let there be light. Now keep watching. A light comes in the middle of the darkness, maybe like a tall tower that begins to spread and spread and radiate every place, and light begins to appear. In him was life, and that life was the light of men, says John. So can you see a great circle of people around that central light? Can you see their faces light up? Can you see their eyes sparkle? Can you see them holding each other's hands? as they look at that light, and maybe even having a song of light together, maybe even dancing. And beyond that, the great sea of all creatures, light in the middle of darkness. The light shines in the darkness, says God's word. The light shines in the darkness. Now visualize a bolt coming, not a lightning bolt, a darkening bolt coming right into that circle of light and attacking that source of light and trying to put it out at a great struggle of light and darkness takes place. What happens to the people around? They turn from the light to the dark. Their faces are blank. They're not holding each other's hands anymore. They're beating each other with with their hands. They're walking into the unknown and there's fear in their whole being. The light shines in the darkness, but the darkness cannot put it out. That's the promise. The same God who said at the beginning, let there be light, again says, let there be light in one person, the person of God's own Son, who is full of light, who says, I am the light of the world. Whoever walks with me will not walk in darkness. Can you see that? Because that is the story of God's story in the Bible. Let there be light. So, Amanda The young poet girl who spoke at the inauguration this year wrote a poem. Do you remember these words that she wrote, 22-year-old African-American girl? When day comes, we ask ourselves, where can we find light in this never-ending shade? Where can we find light, asked Amanda Gorman. And her generation is also asking that. What would your answer be? 
Where can she work in this world find true light? In the one who said, I am the light of the world. Let me ask you, where's the darkest dark around you in your life today? Could it be the, the isolation that comes from uh, being off by ourselves, shut in during this, uh, this uh, pandemic? Could it be the division we have in our country politically and other ways where it's almost a war sometimes it seems to be going on? Could it be the darkness within? Uh, it's very troubling to realize that the suicide rate among young adults has risen alarmingly in the last few years, maybe because where is there light? And for some reason it seems we're almost obsessed with, maybe because of the media, in calling us to what's dark. It's, instead of seeing what's good about something, we're all, always looking at what's bad about something. Maybe uh, focusing on the mistakes rather than anything else. That's why a friend of mine said, Lord, deliver me, please, from the news cycle. I don't care whether it's Fox News or CNN or the, or the social media. So much is directing our attention to what is dark and what is wrong. We need to be people of light who are being the light and reflecting the light of the Lord. That's God's call to, to us. The wonderful thing is that we can be that through the light of the world. Jesus said, he who walks with me will not walk in darkness. And then he says, you remember, let your light shine. Be the light God has given to you and reflect the light. As someone has said, you can spread light in two ways, a candle and a mirror. A candle which sheds its light, a mirror which reflects light. And God is calling you and me to have a light within us and reflect his light through us. The same God who at the beginning said, let there be light, is still saying that. He said it 2,000 years ago to a man who was filled with darkness and rage and vindictiveness, trying to kill all the Christians he could. The apostle Paul, he became. He was a man of vindictiveness. He was a terrorist. He became the apostle of love. And he wrote to some of his friends and said, The same God who called light out of darkness at the beginning shined in my heart on a lonely road because I saw Jesus. And I saw the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. And he gave me light to walk in light, to spread this news of light. And he's still doing it. I met someone in Mississippi years ago in prison, the Parchment Prison, who had been a terrorist for the Ku Klux Klan, bombing, ready to kill people. He was in a, in a fight. He almost lost his life in a gunfight. Alone in solitary prison there in Mississippi, he began to think in new ways. His conspiracy theories he realized didn't work. And the Word of God spoke to him and made him a new man. I had the privilege later of seeing him called to be head of the C.S. Lewis Institute in Washington. That's a miracle. That's God's miracle. And he can still do it. So, to let your light shine... It means walking with him in light. And I'd like to suggest a, a way daily of seeing to be open to the light. A simple prayer to start each day by praying, Lord, enlighten my mind through your truth. Illuminate my eyes through your beauty. Open and examine my heart and pour light through it through the presence of your Holy Spirit. What if you can make that an everyday prayer? At first light, Say, Lord, today, enlighten my mind, that it may not be darkened, enlighten it with your truth. A word from Scripture, a word from what you're studying. I don't know what it may be, but enlighten me with your light. That happened to me when I was 
in my early teens. Our home was really a dark place at that time. My mom and dad fighting a lot. I heard someone say that when he prayed, he prayed by walking up and down, got his exercise, prayed out loud, and took a verse from the Bible and turned that into a word for him and repeated that to God. I went out with a big Bible in the woods, began to do that. And I sensed that God truly was with me even in that dark time. And I had the desire ever since then to spread that light to others. Lord, lighten my mind. Lord, illumine my eyes with your beauty to see as Christ saw. Because God, God's an artist. And he, even with all the ugliness and dimness and drabness there is in our world, there's still beauty to see. Uh, the French uh, great artist Monet in the First World War in Europe, devastating war, millions dying. Every time he painted, he found light someplace. Uh, for Jeannie and me, uh, during this pandemic, every morning at breakfast, even though we've been together, sort of shut in, there's been a little bird that comes many mornings with a little kind of red crew cut and peeks, goes in with his beak and taps on the window. That's our little sign of God's light. And then the psalmist said, Search me, O Lord, and know my heart. Lord, examine my heart. Let me open it. What is there inside of me that might keep that light from shining? Could it be shame? Could it be deep, deep hurt and wounds in our life? Could it be deep anger towards someone who's hurt us? Could it be that we're so wrapped up in our ideology that the other side is hardly humanized or the enemy? Oh, Lord, open my heart up. Pour your light and grace in me and pour it through me. It's been said that leaders are people who can project their light or their darkness on other people. I guess we have some of both in us. But when Christ is central, the light of the world, it can be the light that comes through us. So that would be my prayer for you today. That would be my prayer for me. To be the light that Christ has put within you. And to reflect the light that you find in Jesus Christ to others. And I'd like you to meet someone today, a friend of mine, who is one of those who is being the light and through his, his own calling, reflecting the light of Christ. I'd like you to meet Mike. Well, Mike, uh, good to see you today. This is Mike Gu. I've come to know him since he came down from Detroit, Michigan to go to seminary here in uh, North Carolina. And uh, where'd you get the hat? I got this in Jamaica uh, when I was in college doing a mission trip. Okay, well, now you're on a mission north. You can take your head off now, <laughs> and your hair looks good. Uh, years ago, uh, Mike told me uh, he wanted to be a firefighter, and then he heard about the National Guard, got interested in that, and his folks said you ought to get a degree, so he studied photography in college. And then to be a chaplain. And uh, so you came, and you are a National Guard chaplain now, Correct, right? Correct, yes. But also, uh, you heard a chapel talk that said uh, there's something else that you might do. Tell us what that is. Yeah, I uh, heard a chapel talk when I was down here for seminary that God's an artist, we're creating his image, so we all have creative capacities, and that resonated with me as a photography major. Um, but then said at the end of it, that we see this practically work out in low-income communities that get an art program and all the benefits that come out of that. And so that planted a seed to... Mm. We're glad you're here, a missionary in North Carolina. Thank and you. to some of these kids in our city. Um, we've been talking about light and darkness today. And uh, you told me a story about one of the girls, Bree, I believe. Tell us about Bree, uh, because darkness and light was significant for her. Yeah, so so Bree is one of the students that comes to our after-school program, and we were just in a, in a normal conversation about art, talking about color theory and um, her decisions about 
using a high contrast between lights and darkness and um, and why she was choosing darks more than lights and, and somehow in that conversation it came out that she said, well, I feel like my, my whole world is all darkness. And uh, I, I just, I paused and I thought, well, that can't be entirely true. So I, I, I kind of pressed in a little bit and I said, so you're telling me there's no place at all in your life that there's a bright spot. And she paused and she thought about it for a little bit. And, and after a few seconds, she said, well, here, when I come here for the after school program, um, like this is where I feel like my light is. And wow. yeah, it was, it was both, uh, encouraging that we could be that for her, but also heartbreaking that, you know, in all of her life, her home life and all that, that she couldn't think of anywhere else that she felt like she had light. We're thankful you're here. What would you uh, What would you pray for the students of Bellhaven about being light? What's your pray, prayer for yourself? Um, I think that's it. It's God help me to be your light to these students in these in these conversations, um, in the interactions, in the the way that they view me, carrying myself. Let let them see you through through me. Well, thanks. And be the light, and reflect His light is our prayer. So Jesus keeps saying, I am the light. Let your light shine. And uh, thanks to Mike for what he's doing. Praying for him. Pray for him and his work here. And realize that the Lord is saying to you today, I am the light. Walk in me and let your light so shine. I pray that will be true. Do you know the wonderful African Christian uh, brothers and sisters marching song? We are marching in the light of God. We are marching in the light of God. We are marching in the light of God. We are marching, we are marching, we are marching in the light of God's wonderful, great rhythm. Why don't you make that your song? Why do you make that your song of Bellhaven? You've got everything it takes. You've got music, you've got art, you've got the Bible, you've got the theology, you've got the fellowship. You know that Jesus Christ is there with you and he is your light. Why don't you march? Maybe you could start a march across the country. And maybe a lot of Amandas would say, whoa, I want to see where that light comes from. Be the light. Reflect his light. God bless.
now pray by your heads for the benediction be still and know I am God be still and know I am be still and know be still be God bless you until next time can't wait to see you next week bye bye now The Lent struggle is real, but guess what? Great news. Easter is in two weeks, and we're doing another day in the sun! This time in Battery Park at 12.30 p.m. Guys, there's going to be food, worship, a sermon from Doc, baby dedications, and best of all, Jesus is coming to save us once again. Thank you. Guys, we can't wait to see you there. RSVP through 180church.tv or if you're on our mailing list, just wait for the email. Guys, our first day in the sun was such a huge success and it was great seeing everybody. We can't wait to see you guys all again. Alright, we'll see you soon. <laughs> Bye! My name is Minyoung. I'm a member here at 180 Church, and we're so glad that you were able to attend today's service with us. 
Um, there are a few community news that I'd like to share with you all. The first announcement is about our tithes and offering. We want to remind all of our members here at 180 Church to keep God in the center of your life, which includes your finances. You guys can do so through the online payment method shown on the screen. You can give through Venmo at Church 180, Zelle and Chase QuickPay at offering at 180church.tv, or if PayPal is your preferred method of giving, you can head over to our website at 180church.tv where there is a link to donate through PayPal. Our next announcement is about our prayer text hotline at 180 Church, which is available on text at 5397prayer and also via email at prayer at 180church.tv. This is a resource for everybody and especially during this difficult time where we need some prayer and support, there is a prayer team that's ready to help you and to pray for all the requests that you may have. Um, if your prayers have been answered, you can also share them on the text hotline and we can celebrate the good news together. Next up is about small groups at 180 Church. These are smaller pockets of our community that meet on a weekly basis where we can dive a little bit deeper into the word and share how the message from that Sunday uh, spoke to us. We have a few different groups that are all meeting virtually now. And if you're not currently connected with a group, you can reach out to Pastor Billy at the email shown on the screen and he can get you plugged in into a group for you. On the topic of community, we also have a number of different social media handles and channels where you can follow us, like us, and love us during the week. We have a Tumblr page at 180BRG where we post a chapter of the Bible a day so you can read through the Bible with us. We also have a Facebook page at 180 Church. Dr. Sammy, our head pastor here at 180 Church, has a Twitter handle at Dr. Sammy Kim. We also have a YouTube channel at 180 Church NYC, where I'm sure most of you guys are watching us right now. And we also have two different Instagram pages at 180 Church and also at 180 BRG, where there are really encouraging posts and verses that get shared there. So I hope you guys will follow us there and be encouraged. We also have the 180 Church podcast with Dr. Sammy and friends, where you can tune into a conversation and a dialogue that goes into goes into the word a little bit deeper with Pastor Lydia and Joe Lu, who's a member of our community here. It's always a great time just listening to them um, converse about how the message has spoke to them and has impacted them, and you can see how it can do the same for you. We also have a virtual 180 Cafe on the Discord app where you guys can come hang out at any time in different groups on different channels. And it's an easy way to stay connected with the community and also check in with one another. As you might have seen on our social media channels, we launched a care package delivery service called 180 Cares. And this is a great way to um, show appreciation and love to the people in our lives that, mean, that may need some encouragement. If you'd like to send one of these boxes or just want to learn more, you can go check out our website at 180church.tv slash 180cares. And lastly, if you've been blessed by our Sunday worship led by Pastor Lydia, you can visit the 180 Church Studios on Spotify, iTunes, and SoundCloud. Here you'll find a playlist of all the worship songs we feature every Sunday, and it's perfect for when you want to immerse yourself in worship during the week. That's all of our community news. Once again, we want to thank everyone for joining us this Sunday, and we hope to see you again soon. Bye.